Welcome to Inspiring Salon Professionals, the podcast that allows every therapist, nail tech and stylist to level up, build their career and reach for their dreams. Each episode we'll be looking at a different area of the industry and along the way I'll be chatting with salon owners, industry leaders and experts who'll be sharing their stories on how they achieved their goals, made their successes, all to inspire you in your business and career. I'm Sue Davies, your host, award-winning salon owner and industry professional. Welcome to Inspiring Salon Professionals. Hey there and welcome to Inspiring Salon Professionals. This week's episode is all about goal planning and smart goals. And before we crack on, let's just have a little chat about what goals are and what they're for. A goal is there to help you have something to aim for and is something like a goal maybe I want to open a salon in two years time. It might be I want to introduce that new treatment. It might be I want to take on a new member of staff. It might be I want to go on that training course this year. And there's ways of mapping out your goals that just kind of help you keep in check whether or not it's a good goal, one that's going to work for you and how you're going to make it happen. And so to do that, you can use the SMART um, goal planning technique. And SMART stands for S for specific, M for measurable, A for attainable, R for relevant and T for timely. And so we're going to take a look at those and just, it might be an idea if you have a goal in mind already, grab a pen and paper and you can kind of take some notes as you go through today's podcast and just maybe start, you know, take that goal. Maybe it's that you want to, you know, if we if we work with the goal that you want to have a new treatment in your salon or in your business and um, and just start writing down the ideas as they come to you as we go through the different smart categories. So the first one, S, be specific. What is your goal? Write down the details of what it is and imagine you being in a place where that goal has been achieved and write down everything that surrounds that situation. So if we work on the basis that you're going to bring a new treatment in, you need to think about where that treatment um, is going to be performed, who it's going to be performed on, how you're going to um, get the right information, how you're going to market it, all of that kind of stuff. So start working out what that is going to look like and how that's going to manifest itself in your business. So you have that really clear goal. Maybe even if you want to get a vision board together and just put some images that are in your head so you have that overarching idea and vision of what it's going to look like. Second is measurable. How are you going to track your progress and how will you measure it? Is it going to be a case of, you know, you're just going to keep looking at this stuff? How are you going to know when you've achieved it? If it's a treatment that you're going to bring into the salon, it's going to be quite easy to do that. But if it's, say, that you want to have a certain turnover or you want to earn so much money from a particular treatment, then you need to put figures to it, you need to put amounts to it, and you need to quantify what it's going to look like financially or how many clients you're going to have served with that particular treatment or in your salon. You need to have a very specific point at which you know you have successfully achieved and completed that goal that you have just been being very specific about. In the middle is A for attainable. Need to work out what you need to achieve the goal. Do you need time, skills, 
finances, what is it that you're going to need to have in your back pocket to make this goal happen? There is a lot that goes into um, goal planning sometimes. And, you know, for if you are in the place where you're looking at taking on a new treatment, you are going to have to have the time to research it and make sure that you're going with the right company that provides the machine that gives you the best result for your clients, for you and your business, and that's going to give you the best return on your investment. Let's face it, some of the equipment that we look at in the salon nowadays can be so expensive, running into tens of thousands of pounds. And if you're looking at doing something like that, then you really, really need to make sure that you've done your research in what that can do for you and your business and how you can turn that around into revenue. Also, you need to look at the skills that need to be um, acquired to make this happen. And it may be that you need to go on a training course. It may be that if you're looking at equipment that the company will provide you or if you're looking at products, the company will provide you with the education that goes with it. And I know that that does quite often happen with the very large product houses that they offer complimentary training. But if training is required and doesn't come as part of a package with the goal that you're trying to achieve, you're going to need to factor in how you're going to pay for that where it's going to be, how much time you're going to need to take out of your business. If you've got a team with you, are they going to have to take time out? And so all of those things come into attainability and working out how you are going to make this happen and whether or not you can make it be a functional goal within your business. We move on to R for relevant. So how is the goal going to help you? How is it relevant to your business? Is it relevant to your clients? Is it relevant to the way that you portray your business? You know, it's all very well if you are an organic salon and you're going to look, you're going for like the natural everything in your world. But then, you know, if the the next new amazing treatment comes along that maybe isn't quite so organic, how relevant is that to you? Is there a way that you can make that work for your business? Is it something that is a, de- is a definite no, just purely because it doesn't meet the criteria that you and your clients expect to have on your salon floor kind of thing? You know, if, if you are an organics, um, vegan kind of salon, having anything that is less than is going to be challenging. So you need to make sure that if this goal of having, you know, the next best thing treatment or the next best thing, a piece of equipment, if whatever goes with that doesn't meet your sustainability, your vegan or your organic um, criteria, then, you know, you will have to look again at whether or not that's something that can work. Is it, you know, are your clients going to appreciate how relevant it is to them? Make sure that everything you look at when you are trying to work out your goals works for you and works for your business and works for your clients because otherwise you will find that having the opposite and being irrelevant is going to be a bit of a challenge and you could end up having wasted an awful lot of money time and skill in creating something that is irrelevant to your business and so that's where although it seems a really really obvious thing to look for something that is relevant to your business maybe when you think you've got an idea flip it on its head and check how irrelevant it is to your business too the last one is timely and this can be anything from depending on what the goal is to a few weeks to maybe even years Um, so when are you going to achieve this goal what is your timeline 
you need to set a start date and an end date for this goal. And if you want to, what you can do, you can ha- you can set those dates and you can break it down into different tasks that are required to make that goal happen. With some of the projects that I've worked on um, over the recent over recent years, you know, having those timelines can be so so important. And especially if there's more than one of you working on this goal, you need to have um, a platform where you can kind of check in with each other or even just check in with yourself to be honest um, I use a platform called Asana and I found that to be quite useful and you can set tasks and have projects on there and and a project really to me well, to me anyway is very much goal-led because everything that I've, I've been working on recently is part of a huge goal which is to make um, my Nabuno platform become a reality and that's like a really, really massive goal. And we've been trying to do that for five years. And so we knew when we did this, when we started, that we had a lot of other project pieces that were going to fit into this massive goal. And so along the way, we had to set other goals. And and you'll find that if it's, if it's a, you know, it's one thing being quite a small goal of like, you know, I want to earn 500 pounds next week. You know, there's ways of making that happen. There's a few things that you'd need to do to make that happen. But when you're talking about a massive project, like building a platform that can host, um, you know, hundreds and possibly thousands of education providers and their hundreds and thousands of courses, it becomes a really, really different creature. And so we did sit down at the beginning. Well, I sat down initially when I first started having the thoughts of how this was going to work. And, and I sat and wrote out what I thought it could be, what I thought the impact of it could be. And very much like, you know, the SWOT analysis that we were looking at last week, you know, looking at what's out there already. And all of that kind of stuff came into it um, in a really, really big way. And, and funny, it's really funny because even probably five years ago, I don't know, I probably had heard the term SWOT analysis, but I hadn't really ever sat and, and gone through that process in a formal way. And when we were doing that, you know, we had to we had to sit and work out what was out there already and go through that whole SWOT analysis and make out um, lists and upon list of how that was going to work and whether or not that was going to stop us achieving our goal. So we did have to get really, really specific. And that's why I kind of I've done it in this kind of order because you need to you, it's very good having your goal. But that's what analysis really does come into that specific bit of the smart goal planning because you've got to have all of that information to know that it is relevant and that it is specific and so that you've got all of those things that are measurable in place it really they do go hand in hand which is why these two episodes are kind of back to back and you can kind of if you have an idea already you can start doing that kind of SWOT analysis but if not you may want to start looking at your smart goals to ascertain what your goal is and just it really does depend on on how you work and there's I don't think really there's for me there's a right way around of doing it because it's sort of like the chicken and the egg really and they kind of go hand in hand but as I say at the beginning when I started thinking about what Nabuno was going to be did have to get super specific and we did try to work out all of that stuff around how measurable it was and how we were going to track whether or not it was going well 
we needed to work out how we'd know if it was ever going to be attained. And we're still trying five years on to actually get to the attained bit. But it, we know it's attainable. Um, and we know what we need to do to achieve the goal of making it real. But, but going back to um, the SWOT analysis, you know, we know that there were, there's been obstacles in our pathway massively over the last um, few years and that's why we're still five years on still trying to get there because we've had the pandemic and all of the the problems that came with that and the shutdown um, put us back hugely and so that whole thing of like you know seeing those threats we've had so many threats that have tried to stop us doing what we're doing but all the way through it we know that because we've gone through the process of making sure that it is attainable and it is relevant to the industry. You know, this is a massive, massive boost that's going to be given to the education um, sector within our industry because there is nothing like Nabuno out there. And you will see once it goes live you and we start getting it populated, you will see how this is um, going to impact finding courses that you know are going to be of a standard that are fit for purpose and fit for industry. And that's the whole point behind Abuno. But then you come onto the timely section of um, the smart goal planning. And our timeline has, because of the constraints of the pandemic and lockdowns and all the rest of it, our original timeline, which was, you know, we set ourselves initially about a year to get this sorted. And it did overrun because web development is like that. And as it progressed, we knew that we needed other things. And so we had to have flexibility, um, you know, and lo and behold, we launched in January 2020 with our beta testing and everything was going swimmingly well. We had several people on board to populate the website and and then the pandemic hit. And so our timeline literally disappeared in the night. And we had nothing. And so no amount of smart planning at that point was going to help us. And so we knew that all of the other things there, we knew that we'd been specific. We knew what our measures were going to be. We knew it was attainable. We knew it was relevant. But we just didn't know what the timeline was going to be. And so we put that on the back burner. And with other things that we'd both been involved in other projects, we knew that it was there and it's been sat there waiting for us, calling our names since we came out of lockdown and it's only now in this last year really that we've been able to kind of get back to a place where we can work on it again so you can see all of that goal planning that we had like or that I had initially back in 2018 when I was sat in my house having had these hand surgeries and and was concerned over the future of my career and what I was going to do and then this thought process started all of that mapping out of this could be a great thing and then that's going to be my goal how all of that the SWOT analysis and making sure that our smart goal planning were actively put into the process and were actively started so that we've always known all the way through that there is an end goal there will be an attainment there will be something that's measurable and like now we have we're already starting to develop new goals because we know that we're at a point that we're going to be launching. And so now the measures become, how is that doing? How is that proving its success? How is 
you know, is it going to be that we've got so many members? Is it going to be that we've sold to, you know, that there's so many courses been sold through the website? What are going to be our KPIs or our key performance indicators to tell us whether or not our goal um, has been achieved and maybe even the new goals that we're setting have been achieved? Sometimes it's just easier to talk about what you're going through. And and at the moment, that's Nabuno's kind of... Um, been my life for the last few months and so everything in my head hinges around Nabuno at the moment which is um yeah which is where I should be and that's what my brain should be focusing on so that we can bring that to fruition because it's been sat there for so long but I really really hope that me talking it through and just sort of some of the things that we've had to think about um will help in any goal planning that you have and although it, it's on a probably a different tangent to where we are within like you know building a salon business it still is it's still it's still relevant because we still are setting goals and targets and if I look at another area of my life um and since I've moved up to Norfolk we've had um a, we've got an outbuilding on our property that is going to be a salon and the whole idea was that the the goal when I first moved up here the smart goal was that we would have um a, this building turned into a salon within a couple of months um but life isn't like that is it really and so consequently and it was supposed to be there to kind of tide me over until we got Nabuno up and running but as it turns out Nabuno is probably going to be up and running before my salon and so again it's like you know we knew we knew that it, that it was going to be a specific thing I was going to have a salon that's going to do x y and z that was the plan it's measurable because we can we can tell that I'm succeeding with it and it's measurable by the timeline of when I start taking clients through the door and that's how we're going to track the progress effectively that's like the long the long target um, is to say, okay, well, we're going to do all this stuff. We'll know that we've succeeded in opening a salon when the first client books in and the first client turns up at my desk or on my, on my massage couch. It is attainable. I know what I've got to do to get my goal. I know that I've got to redecorate. I know that I've got to buy new equipment. I know I've got to buy new stock. And I know that I've got to market my business, have a website and have a Facebook page and all those things. And I know that I've got to do that. And yes, it's relevant because where I am, there isn't the nearest salon is probably, I think, four miles away in one direction and possibly about 10 miles away in a different direction. So it is relevant in the area from talking to my neighbours. There, there isn't really anything that locally. So I'm probably going to be relatively OK. Um, I'm not looking to work full time with it. So I'm going to kind of take it. I haven't got a, a dead set figure of what I want to take. I just kind of doing it because I can. And, um, and, and as we all know, all those little bits make it all up. It's still like, you know, multi-stream income. And that's what I'm trying to create. I like to be able to keep in with my, um, practical skills at this point, because I feel it's still quite important to me to have that connection. Um, but the timely bits kind of gone completely astray because initially we did have a timeline and then due to, um, a lot of different circumstances. Um, my husband, who has been doing some of the work with me, not he's been working down in London. Sorry, like getting right into my personal life now. But he's been working still down in London. So when he comes home, he's had other jobs he's had to do. And so 
because it's not essential to us to have the salon, it's kind of taken a bit of a back seat. And, um, and it just keeps the timeline just keeps getting pushed. So I've just kind of given up now. And I'm just going with it and it'll open when it when it opens. And, and at this point, we're only waiting to get my massage couch back. And that's it. So I know my timeline currently, the goal has had to be shifted slightly and um and hopefully it'll be open by may but that's kind of where i'm at with that but it's still all of those um thought processes and checking the the specifics and the measurability and the attainability and the relevance and the timeliness all of that has still had to be thought out just for me to work probably 12 hours a week and it doesn't matter you know if you're if you're going down that road of of developing your salon career or your business or whatever way you're going to be working, whether it's mobile, home salon, commercial premises, all of those things still have to be considered. And it, because it, it's like anything in our industry, if you're gonna, if you're gonna open a salon based business, whatever that is, whether it is what I'm doing with my little home salon, or whether it's with something as um, huge as Nabuno, all of those things is, still have to be planned out and you still have to work to the maximum even if you're only going to do it part-time because you can't do those things in half measures so really that's kind of everything around smart goals that I um, wanted to share and I hope that that has been useful I know I have kind of waffled on a little bit about um, the stuff that's going on in my life with the different projects that I've got going but I hope you can see that there's like some level of relevance in those conversation or in the conversation that you've just heard me have with myself really um, and that you can see that those goal setting parameters are there to help us and if you are looking for an, a way to help you manage those goals and projects and stuff that you want to work on do look at something there's like there's Asana there's I think Zoho does something you've got Monday there's loads and loads and loads of them Trello Trello there's a lot of them out there and it's worth having a look through a few of them just to sort of see which one works best with how, with how you work because some of them are very like tile based, others are kind of timeline based and um, depending on how your brain works and how you put things down on paper will work will depend on how you like to get that project management thing going so do have a look through them because they can be really really helpful you can dump documents into them and video files and audio files and they images anything really any any most i think most of them take any file type and it's a really good place to just offload stuff from your head and hold it in one place. And you can just have all of your goals set on there that you can go back in and create little tasks so that you know that you're on the pathway to completing that goal. They can be really, really super helpful. So go and have a look at a few of those if you have a goal in mind that you want to work on. I'll put links in the show notes for um, Asana because that's the one that I use. So do go and have a look at it. Um, but as I say, there's plenty of other ones out there as well. And I'll also just put a, a bit of an infographic into the show notes too so that you've got something you can download to just have like the smart goals and how it all works in front of you. Thanks ever so much for listening and I will catch up with you next time. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Inspiring Salon Professionals. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review and share with fellow industry professionals that you think may enjoy the show. 
Links and further information can be found on the show notes or on my website, www.suedavies.org. Here you can also find some downloadable free guides that you may find of use. You can also hear from me and join the inspiring Salon Professionals community on my Facebook group. Thanks again and see you next time. Bye for now.